It ain't that fucking hard, guys. We ain't building a rocket. We're getting guys over in a fake fucking business. With a fresh look through experienced eyes at forgotten matches and unknown classics, this is the Piece of Business Podcast with Glenn and Jeremy. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to Piece of Business Podcast. This is episode 54, at least that's what I've been told. My name is Jeremy at EPLNNFL on your Twitter gimmick. And ladies and gentlemen, if you hear my voice, you know that I do not come alone. Joining me, as always, from across the ocean and from the future, here's the ballroom brawl and disco dance and dynamite stretching intercontinental playboy. Folks, he's more over than when MJF says your town smells like hookers and gasoline. At GA WrestleNut, Glenn Abbott, Glenn. How are you today? How are things in London town? How are the Arsenal supporters? Very happy this week. Uh, I want to live in wherever this place is that smells like hookers and gasoline. What's my Sounds Andy, like Glenn? a great place. <laughs> is it? Oh, all right. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, I believe, I believe that's I what MJF uh, said to the crowd <laughs> in Miami. Uh, I always thought that Miami was full of old people. Well, and they smell like hookers and gasoline. <laughs> you never know what go. Hey, those old folks' homes down there in Miami, those mm. places are the that's the place to be, man. That's the happening scene. Oh, believe me, I know. I know. We've got one over here. It's called Bournemouth. It's a seaside town. It's where all the ravers go to retire. And it's notorious. Uh, smarten the people up, Glenn. What's a raver? Um, Put it this way. Does that mean something Put it different this way. Than it means here? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> um, it's where if it's where they make a lot of granny porn. Shall I say that? <laughs> a lot of what? Granny porn. Oh. Okay. Um, this is a this is a particular subgenre I'm not familiar with. Oh yes, it's a it's a big market. It's Tell us about it, Glenn. <laughs> what do you know I, I about it? I, I don't know that much about it, but I know that there are sites <laughs> that advertise it. <laughs> you gonna give them any plugs here? This episode, by the way, piece of business brought uh, podcast brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew. When your gimmick <laughs> needs a hot tag, Blue Chew. <laughs> I should use that. <laughs> You should you know, get that for them. Passing out <laughs> gimmicks for free, Glenn. That's what I do. That's what <laughs> it I do. Is. Anyway, anyway. So, so Arsenal, Arsenal did 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 well this week. I don't know if you saw Glenn, but uh, Chelsea beat uh, Norwich by a touchdown. It was seven to nothing. Yes, <laughs> I watched that live. I didn't. I I actually forgot the Arsenal game was on Friday night, and it wasn't until. Uh, my young lady texted me and said, are you watching the game that I realized? Uh, That's why I... (laughs) No, you were busy with the granny porn. (laughs) (laughs) Busy with the wrestling, actually. Same, same. Same, same. That, that, That voice you hear, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, you might have heard a third voice. And before we get Glenn to go further... To dive into the nooks and crannies of the granny porn, uh, we should bring on our third, uh, our, our third member of the broadcast today, Glenn. What do you think? Should we bring him in? I know he's trying to talk about granny porn. Definitely. I, I right. need to well, stop digging this hole. 
Glenn needs to stop thinking about granny porn. Uh, we're going to see how many times we can say the phrase granny porn in, a, in an hour or so. Um, I'm winning. Um, if anybody's keeping track at home. But anyway. But, but we do have a, yeah, yeah. DC's oh. gone. He's, he's checked out. Um, we like to make him uncomfortable. Um, some would say we sometimes try on purpose. Uh, but anyway, uh, we, we do have a third. Uh, we have a running a three-man booth here today, everybody. Uh, joining us. Uh, as he often does when we have something special we need to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the mastermind of the AWIP empire, the pig-milking, cow-slopping heavyweight champion of the flyover state's territory. Folks, Green Acres is the life for him. Brent Piles at AWI Pod. Brent, thanks for joining us today. Uh, are all your chores done? Are, is, is the farm work finished? No, because whenever I do this podcast with you guys, it's like I roll out of bed and then I got to get in here. So <laughs> let's just say the banana bread has, the banana bread has definitely been baked this morning, and I've got some yeah, coffee. That's good. Do you know how hard it is to sit and listen to two grown men talk about granny porn and not chop, chime in a word or laugh? As I tried hard, <laughs> I tried hard. I was really well, trying there. Well, now's I your really chance. Tried. Now's your chance to uh, to tell us everything you know about granny porn. I don't know anything about it, but it just when Glenn was talking about a raver in in in, uh, in America, a raver is when you take a bunch of ecstasy pills and dance around like an idiot with the the lights yeah. flashing. Yeah, that's the same, uh, so over, was, same over here. I wasn't familiar so, with that. I wasn't familiar with that term, but when he said granny porn, I had heard of that before. So, so is 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 raving the uh, the gateway drug to granny porn? Uh, <laughs> no, I think no, maybe it is. We no. just discovered something oh, yeah. here today. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. Uh, you know. All, I know. all I know is that um, there's a lot of elderly women that live in this seaside town that um, do help themselves to the odd herb or two. And are notorious for being promiscuous. How do you know this? How do you know this? How do you know this? It is well documented on the on the on the uh, TV on the, and, on the granny porn and, website on the granny porn website and the newspapers. This is this makes the newspaper. Well, yeah, we have newspapers like the National Enquirer over here too. So, oh, yeah, it's the, <laughs> the, the London <laughs> Times, the front page. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right after the financial news, kids at Rangers are now watching Granny Porn. What do you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. Well, I don't know how we. Uh, I don't know how we get past Granny Porn. I don't know how it gets any better than that, folks. Thanks well, for listening. We're done today. Uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Well, folks, that's it. Episode fifty-four is in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of hearing weird things, uh, I don't know about you. I, I went outside last night on the porch about seven o'clock. It had gotten dark already, and I could hear I could hear something from a street or two over. Um, just it was a a familiar sound. I couldn't quite place it. It was like a you know the the, the shadow of an echo of a memory. I guess I just I couldn't place what it was. It was familiar, and and as I listened more and more and more. I, I, I started to catch certain rhythms and certain beats that I knew. And, and, and by God, it was, it was, it was baby got back by sir mix a lot. And uh, no. just, I could hear the beat, but, <laughs> but something wasn't right about it. Something was off. And I realized that the, <laughs> while the music was baby got back and I could start to make it out and it was, you know, mm -hmm. 
started to to get some some old neurons refired. Um, the the voices weren't right. It was obviously a a a couple of um, of white folks, um, and, you know, and I can say that because I am a white folk. Um, it was it was a couple of white folks and who had obviously gotten a head start that day. I don't know if they had watched some college football or whatever, but uh, they were they were some number of cases deep, let's say, and um, it was a, a few white folks karaoke singing "Baby Got Back," and um, this is not something that I hear usually. Uh, and as that ended, <laughs> they immediately went into a, a karaoke version of Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy. And I I um, immediately discovered the absolute last goddamn place I wanted to be. Uh, Glenn, uh, uh, or Brent, do you do you ever hear weird things on the farm? Uh, we... So we'd more likely hear white people singing the second song than the first one. But what a strange transition <laughs> to save a, I don't even know who sings that song, to be honest with you. I have no idea. Who it doesn't does. matter. <laughs> I yeah, mean, so on, that, on a football yeah. Saturday, we had a bye week, but on a football Saturday, you can find white people doing lots of strange things in this town. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So I just, it was just not, not um, what I expected at, at seven o'clock on a, on a Saturday night in a, in a, um, you know, a, a, a decently well-to-do neighborhood in a nicer part of town in the suburban area neighborhoods. Um, um, uh, what a story. But, uh, yeah. So I just wonder, you know, if, if, what sort of strange noises you hear when you go outside at, at, at night in, in Nebraska. Yeah, no, I don't, I just hear, uh, nothingness is what i hear when i go outside so that's I what i the, like to hear you can see the sky and the stars that. yeah that's about it just nothingness glenn what about you what strange <laughs> noises do you hear when you uh when you go outside at night or do you go I, outside at night i have a neighbor who is heavily into drum and bass mm. and decides he's, they're heavily into drum and bass at three o'clock in the morning do you call the bobbies in that situation? <laughs> no, because they won't do anything. Is that like the police? Is that the yeah, cops? yeah, that's the cops. Yeah. Five oh. Oh yes, I should have translated for our American audience. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. The uh, the origin the origin of that was uh, the Metropolitan Police in London was set up by a politician called Robert Peel. So now, that uh, sounds to steal Jeremy's gimmick. That sounds made up. <laughs> That ain't real. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> so, what was his last one? name? What was his, what was the last Peel. name of the guy? Peel. P-E-E-L. Peel. Peel. Well, they went with Bobbies uh, instead of Peels? So, well, he, no, they all, they started off by being called Peelers. Oh. And then from Makes there, for some, for some reason, they transitioned to Bobbies. Okay. What What's a Peaky Blinder? That's a geezer with a cloth cap on and a trunk. Um, <laughs> that explains it. I'm just as confused now as I've ever fucking said. I can't, I can't think of the guy's name from NXT that was with Pete Dunn has just been taken. Ridge Holland. Oh, Ridge Holland. Yeah. Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland. He's a peaky he's blinder. A, he's oh. a peaky blinder. 
Yeah, I've seen that's, that a gimmick, a, that's the gimmick he's going with anyway. There's that TV show called Peaky Blinders, hmm. and uh, I, I just had no clue it's, what, what it's the a, hell a Peaky yeah. Blinder is. It's a sort of a British version of The Sopranos, really. Oh, it's not a breakfast dish? No, no, it's not a breakfast dish. That's, that's, that's sounds what it like sounds like. a delicious like. breakfast <laughs> dish, what that sounds like. You know I like coming on the show? Because I learned shit. I just learned a you lot. You learn shit. Now, so. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to educate the people about the... The nuances of a very bizarre um, UK culture. Peaky sure. Blinders in Nebraska is what happens when your horse kicks you in the face. <laughs> that's, what that, that's what that is in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. That's a Peaky Blinder. Absolutely. You know, save a horse, ride a cowboy, Brent. That's the name of this episode, I think. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or granny porn. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, Pe- no, Peaky that, Blinder... No. That sounds like the gimmick name of somebody that would be in the granny porn business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starring Kiki Blinders. Yes, no. it does. It really does. Oh, my God. Everything yeah. is pro wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Everything is pro wrestling. So oh. so what else is good, Brent? How's the uh, how's the house? You moved in yet? Everything so, where like, it needs I'm, to be? I'm No, there's still so much. To do. I'm currently <laughs> in the room where I do my podcasting in and like... Uh, for some reason, the person who owned this house before us put floor tile on the wall in here. Yeah. And they use this sticky crap to stick yep. it on there, too. And so I start pulling it off, right? And then, like, the whole ceiling is here isn't a drop ceiling, but part of it is. And so when I start pulling this shit off, the fucking drop ceiling falls and hits me in the head. So now, not only do I got to get all this sticky shit off the wall, but now the drop ceiling fell and hit me in the head, so I had to clear all that out of here. So, and every time something happens in this house, I always go, damn it, Jeremy. Every time I do it, I say, damn it. It's, his, it's all his fault. It is my fault. Yeah, absolutely. So, even before you, you, you moved in, that was a studio. Yeah, or something. I don't know what she was doing. That's, that's it. Because that's, well, that's what normally uh, DIY people, musicians do to dull the, the sound in a room. If they're recording something, it's a book. Floor tiles or something like that up on the walls. I guess it probably depends on whatever the, the floor tile is made out of. I would think some of it would cause an echo that you wouldn't necessarily want. Yeah, you wouldn't want lino, a lino tile up there. No, it would yeah, sound and yeah, bounce around yeah. everywhere. But uh, carpet tiles. Yeah. And I just want to you say don't... paneling. I'm not 100% hmm. sure what this shit's made out of. But... What kind of stuff? Is it like that... Um, that, that that dark yellow orangey adhesive crap. Yep, the dark oh, yellow. You got it, pal. That's exactly when I mean. when I bought my house. Oh. Uh, I I redid all the floors and uh, had to scrape about fifty years worth of tile or or, or mm. linoleum or ceramic or whatever these people had put down over the decades um, in this house, and uh, it was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah it's an absolute nightmare <laughs> that's exactly what it is yeah but um yeah so I, I i know i know the struggle brent the struggle is real but you know what uh just when you got it the way you want it um the missus will tell you she wants it another way yeah pal i'm already i'm already accepting the fact that that's going to happen probably for the rest of my life so <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, there's a reason that mortgage is derived from the um, the the etymology etymology of mortgage comes from the term death agreement. <laughs> that's a shoot. That's that's a shoot. Go go look it up. It's true. It's true. 
I believe you, pal. I believe you. <laughs> so anyway, um, we've had a a a week this week in the uh in the professional wrestling. I guess we'll go ahead and get into some of that. Um a uh, lot happened this week. Uh unfortunately, we don't watch it all because who really has the time? There's just Dude, so much stuff. Right. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn is a machine. Glenn watches everything. He knows exactly what's going on on every show, no matter what program or what or what promotion it is. Um, you know, I, I think uh, you know Brent. You know, talking to Brent a little while earlier, I know I know what he watched this week, and I, and I know it, it's similar to what I watched this week. And I know, like we said, Glenn watches everything, so he's seen it all. Uh, what do we say? We we start talking about um, the Saudi Arabia show. I know we all watched yeah. that uh, for the most part. The three of us watched it together. <laughs> more or less remotely um as best we could um a lot happened on that show um brent let me go to you first would you give that program a thumbs up a thumbs down or a thumb in the middle or a thumb somewhere else <coughs> <laughs> thumb somewhere else. i i think that it was a th- definitely a, a thumbs up i would i would venture to say outside of maybe wrestlemania and possibly SummerSlam, that is the best pay-per-view show that the wwe has put on this year it like you said when we were watching it it was like a house show it's like house show matches so they basically get you know every match gets a good amount of time you're not going to get any you know matches that are you know two or three minutes long which i don't think happened um i I thought it was a really good show well paced really good show uh, glenn what about you where do you have your thumb excellent a big thumbs up okay it wasn't a bad match on there um wasn't over keen with the women's match, but that's because I'm not over keen. <laughs> three way, yeah, the three way thing. It's, it's uh, we like our three way uh, piece of business, just not in a wrestling ring, yeah, that's right. And you know, they didn't even try to to have somebody go missing outside the ring in this one. Becky just sat in the corner for 10 minutes, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, 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 well, it baffles you know, I, me, it really does, with it? We will always say that what you're spoiling a a good two singles match by adding a third person because all they do is end up breaking down into a series of singles matches anyway, yeah, because so it always yeah. somebody ends up being chucked out the ring and goes off and has a break and visits a bathroom yeah, uh, or visits concessions <laughs> and has a drink and a sandwich or something. Yeah. And then comes uh, back, exactly right. and then the next you're, one gets thrown out. And... You're exactly right. It always <sighs> breaks down into just a, a series, a sequence of single matches. You know, give me give me any any two of those three in a in a 15 minute singles match, and I'm all in. You know, um, yeah. Uh, just it just was kind of. I'm not a fan of three ways, um, but uh, is what it is. Brent, what um, how'd you feel about the um um. The, the silver medalist karate player. <laughs> did you know that's a, a, did you know that's a thing? Did you know that you can you can play at karate? <laughs> the only play karate I knew you could do was a fucking Nintendo. So no, I didn't know that. And I was like so confused. And this guy's coming out here. I'm like, who the fuck is that? What the hell is going on? And then, I, and then yeah. you said, please let that be our truth. And I said, holy shit, it's fucking our truth. I would love it if it was our truth. That's yeah. all I wanted. 
But then I thought, like, would they really let R-Truth come out here dressed like that and offend all these people? They probably would have fucking cut his head <laughs> off in the back if that's what the case. Do you um, think yeah. R-Truth, R-Truth doesn't have the, um, the, 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 the public, um, uh, the affection, the cachet that they would look past that? Do you think he's untouchable? You don't, Maybe. He's untouchable? I, think, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Sure. Listen, you know, not everybody in Saudi Arabia is a murderous lunatic. There were plenty of good people in that crowd. I, I yeah. would dare say at, at least half of them have never committed such violence. Um, you, you, but you, you think he'd have been run out of town on a rail if he'd have tried to do that? They would have been if they was like well, the way he was just looked because the guy had like you know the the traditional get up, which is good. It's fine for him to wear it, but if somebody else wears it, maybe they would take offense to that. I'm was, just not but sure. But was that was that a traditional get up or was that a, a karate player uniform? <laughs> I don't know. It might have been. I don't know either. I was also informed on Twitter after I cried tears laughing that Michael Cole called him a fucking karate player. Yeah, yeah. Somebody told me that they actually are called karate players. And he was like, no, believe me. I looked it up and yes, they are called karate players. Yes, they are. I swear. How can you you play at something where the object of it is to kick somebody's head off? Right. Hey, you guys gonna watch the bo- you guys gonna watch the boxing game tonight? They got two amazing <laughs> right. players. I don't believe that's ridiculous. I don't believe it. I'm calling bullshit on that. Sounds made up. Sounds made up. Not real. Not real. <laughs> I just thought you know if if our if our truth had come out and grabbed a microphone and called himself the Yete, I would have just died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would the best thing ever. The art, the R truth version of the Yeti. Oh yes, uh, man, that's that's really what I was hoping they were about to do. But uh, um, how, how quick does Vince offer the karate player a contract? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> you don't think so? Nah, it was he, over. He already signed. Yeah, he's a, over <laughs> over in Saudi Arabia, but um. In karate, you don't. You're not. It's not like with judo where you're trained to take to take bumps. Right. In karate. The true. idea is not to take bumps. Yeah. Usually, you take a karate match. Once you're down, they say okay. That's it. Judo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Judo. Once you're down, they choke the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah. If you're, yeah, if you're in a karate, if you're in a karate match and you hit the floor, then it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you, Glenn, how many how many times did you play judo? Too many to while, even while watching granny porn. Oh yeah, hey, look out! <laughs> <laughs> We've lost Glenn. I'm sorry, I had to. <laughs> uh, so, I thought it was that was a pretty good spot, though. I mean, you know that the way that match worked out was was yeah. great. You know, Man, Mansoor, of course, is is Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. He's not losing. No. Um, you know, he won the match, and then um, uh, who was Ali attacked him from behind, got the heat on him again, and then here comes the karate player, and he just smoked Ali with one kick and uh, uh, still left the fans happy. So that's what I was saying. It is like a house show and that there's a lot of fan service in what happened. Um, a lot of the matches, you you send the people home happy, which is what you do on a, on a house show for the most part. Um, um, so I, that's why I said it was kind of like a house show, uh, just because it, it felt that way. Because um, there's a lot of fan service and a lot of sending the people home happy. Notice that for 
since the first one or the last one, whatever, um, a lot of the segregation had been dropped. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more women in that crowd, and there were a lot more women uh, that weren't traditionally dressed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, I, I think that the the, uh, the Saudi government or or the royal family or whoever is actually paying for all this, uh, they've had to concede a bit to the WWE as well. I mean, obviously, they had two women's matches on this show, which they weren't even allowing that before. So, well, that's it. Uh, yeah, but even just the, in the the general, um, so sort of outside the ring, there wasn't the big where the first one. There was that big concentration of all the royal family at the front, yes. and everybody else half a mile back. And then you had the it looked blokes, like then, they'd rather yeah. be anywhere else. Those guys, yeah. Then a couple time. of then a couple of women hidden away at the back just to say that they had a couple of women there. Yeah. But this one, it looked more like a WWE crowd, and those kids. You yeah, try telling kids. you try telling those kids that that's not real. Right, yeah. they were popping like crazy. Yeah. It, was, it was it was it was like a throwback. It really crowd. Do you it, give, it was do you so give, good. Brent, do you give WWE any credit for that? So I'm gonna give. I know people are like, whatever, you know, you shouldn't do the show. Yeah. But like the one thing I will say is like, like you said, everybody in Saudi Arabia is not a bad person. So just because maybe they have a corrupt government or whatever is running going on there, because mm. I don't know, I'm not smart enough to understand stuff like that. Um. Does that mean that the people don't deserve to be entertained and get to go to a show and enjoy themselves? Because all those people aren't bad people. So no. the one thing I will say, it's nice that people, the people of Saudi Arabia get to go because it seems like everybody loves it. Every time you do a show there, the crowd pops for everything. And yeah. that's really what makes it so great is because you get the reaction to the crowd and it just it adds so much to the match. So, yeah, for that, I will give WWE a sliver of credit. Yeah, and, you know, the, the I think the, the biggest complaint, or not the complaint, but the biggest criticism that people who are not interested in watching those shows, um, they don't appreciate that WWE does business with a nation who um, is so murderous and corrupt. Um, and and that, that is true. That nation is very murderous and corrupt. Um, but, and I, I don't need to break any hearts here, but so is ours. Um <laughs> Uh, uh, have you ever been, have you ever been to texas um <laughs> <laughs> have you ever lived in the south i mean <laughs> you know uh uh so yes while it's true that saudi arabia is murderous and corrupt um so is just about everybody else and if you're able to step back and pull back i think like brent's talking about and um and and, and look at who is actually getting the emotional satisfaction and the enjoyment of this show um it is the kids and it is yeah like like glenn said the the um uh, the more inclusive crowd this time around anyway and i don't know if, how much uh wwe has takes credit for that but um at some level yes you guys are right the saudi arabians have realized that you know uh it's it's not a bad thing if we kind of let down the restrictions a little bit for this and that kind of crap, it has to start somewhere. Yeah, and it's not just hit, it's not just with the uh, the WWE and the wrestling now. It's the whole wider concept of things. They're hosting the World Cup next year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be hot. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why they're having it in November and December. It's the goddamn desert. It's still going to be hot. It's going to be a water break every 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Is there, is there winter hot, not their summer hot, though? <laughs> oh, well. Hmm. Instead of 180, it'll be 125. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, but anyway, I mean, you know, I mean, but, you know, ch- change has to start somewhere. And, you know, I'm not saying that WWE is the is the is the key that's going to unlock freedom and democracy in the nation of Saudi Arabia. I'm not a right. moron. But um, for those few hours on that day, um, everything there was OK, at least for yeah. the people that were in the crowd. So anyway, um. What else from that show here that I'm thinking about? Glenn, were you upset that uh, that Dewdrop was not the first queen of the crown ring winner or whatever? Thingamajig. What you yeah. no. no. Definitely made up. Because yeah. <laughs> that, that gimmick uh, that Piper's doing doesn't need to be the queen. No. You, you want an evil queen, and you've got one in Selena. Yes, you have absolutely hit the nail on the head there. You know, we want we want the 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 evil queen. Uh, where do you, where do you see that going, Brent? Is is Zelina going to parlay this into a string of successful wins? Uh, what's going to happen there? Make a prediction. Queen Selena Vega always sounds good to me. That's all I can mm. say. <laughs> that's a different that's a different that's channel really. than the one Glenn goes to on the internet. So like, uh. It's good because I think that character fit her well. She has like an evil queen look to her. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. she has that look to her. I think she can play that role well. She has an evil queen smile, that like smirky smile that she does. Uh, so I think she'd be great as the queen. Like Glenn said, I can't see Dewdrop being queen Dewdrop. She, that just wouldn't work for her. She'd be a <laughs> gracious queen. Um, yeah. The only my only complaint about that is Zelina winning is fine, but that finish is fucking silly because he, yeah. she obviously can't do that to Dewdrop. That's like her getting <laughs> no, Dewdrop or no. Canadian Destroyer, and that's just not no. fucking possible. So yeah. that's my only complaint is that that finish was silly. Bad finish. Oh, I think mm-hmm. they're going to actually put her on a string of losses. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I wouldn't either. You know, I, I think that the, there's there's legs to the story if you give her a string of losses, but we'll we'll see what happens with that. I do agree the finish was was ridiculous. You think they could do something a little bit better than that? But uh, yeah, I agree. Dewdrop was not the choice there. Dewdrop does not need it, like Glenn said there. How about that hell in the cell match, Glenn? What'd you think about that car wreck? That was a cracker. That was a cracker. <laughs> That certainly it was that was up there one of the best Hell in a Cell matches. Um, I, I, it, was I, done, I, it was it was done for the right as Brett said last on Twitter last week, and I think also in his show that was done for the right reason. Is it was a it was a blood feud. Mm-hmm. Those two were put in Hell in a Cell because they hated each other. Do you think and I asked you I asked you this the other day, do you think Edge is done? Because they gave him they gave him the the long uh, uh time in the ring, the long camera shots after the after the match was over, so he could he could emote in his edge way. Um uh, it 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 had a sort of feeling to me that he's done. Glenn, do you think he's done? No. Um uh, I think he's done full time. I think he'll probably have one more match 
where he gets to nominate somebody to go out on his back to. Um, as we fantasy booked, how good would it have been if uh, Christian hadn't gone to the dark side and they could have done yeah. it? Because uh, apparent, uh, Michael Cole, yeah, Michael Cole said on Friday night that Edge, oh no, it was, uh, it was Alec, um, Nigel McGuinness um, on Thursday night on the NXT UK show said that Edge was putting over pretty deadly. He said how good they were. How could you not? Yeah, they're the best tag team in the world. Yeah, yeah exactly. But when you get yeah, when you get Hall of Famer saying it, then... Yeah, yeah, you no, get the Edge a, rub, yeah. Yeah, it's a, but... Uh, it sounds like that, something else, but okay. Yeah. It's a shame that yeah, that Christian went to the dark side. That uh, they couldn't do edging Christian against Pretty Deadly yeah. and had them, had them sort of retire the pair of them. Yeah, no that that would have, that would be an outstanding matchup for sure. Brent, where do you put that Hell in the Cell match? Um, uh, is it your favorite one ever? Is it uh, near the top, in the middle, towards the end? Uh, well, so the. Like- Nothing ever will top the first ever one between Michaels yeah. and Taker. I just that's just the, the original's always the best. It's gotta be Kane. It's gotta be Kane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's always gonna be up there. And then I would say it, this is probably top five. It might even be top three. So if I was ranking Hell in a Cell matches, my obviously the first one would be the, my favorite one, and then my second favorite one would be Edge versus Taker, which was Hell in a Cell, two thousand eight, which was really good too. And I think. Yeah. I'm thinking this one's probably going to be my third favorite one. I mean, how good is Seth Rollins? I mean, Seth Rollins. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves for. He's probably you know the one of the best in ring wrestlers that they have on the main roster in WWE. I don't think people really look at him in a light like that. But like, man, especially when he's a heel. Like, I need Seth Rollins as a heel for his entire career. Don't give him to me as a babyface anymore. I don't want it. But yeah, well, amazing stuff. Great match. Seth Rollins is a bit like MJF. Everybody concentrates on the character and don't realize actually how good wrestlers they are. Yep. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Great comparison. Um, that shows, and that shows how good the characters that they are. Yeah. <laughs> how good they are. That characterization that people actually forget how good wrestlers they are. And they go well, through these great matches. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's probably because that's who they really are. You know, yeah. that's the best the best gimmick is just yourself turned up to eleven. Mm. Yep. You know, so that's probably just really how they are. If I had one one if if he's at home with Becky in there at 10, I wouldn't like to be in that room. <laughs> no, well, no. I mean, she'll 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 stretch. I mean, that's yeah. I mean he he can be like that to anybody else, but I promise you he's not that way to her. Yeah, he ain't Becky. Yeah, I think the only you know the 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 one nitpick I've got with that match is that I thought there were about two, uh, two too many near falls with the uh, kick out and shocked expression look. You know, a, a little a little too much um, kicking out at two point nine. I didn't think they mm-hmm. needed to do all that, um, but because you know because there was at one point you know Edge you know Edge's goal in that match is to beat Seth senseless. You know, yeah. for all that he's done. I mean, that's that's he what kill him. Edges, he said yeah, he would have record said he would have killed him. <laughs> so why are you trying to pin him? Yeah. Right. Should have gone for any pin. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
you don't know go for any pins. You just you know, <laughs> two men enter, one men leave, and I'm the one leaving. You know, yeah. uh, yeah. you know why? As I, you know, I think that we kind of lose sight, or they lose sight of of what the 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 real story is behind, and what people would really do in that situation. Um, you know, if, if I'm trying to murder Glenn, I'm not trying to lay him down on him for three seconds. You know, um, right. we're gonna we're gonna try something else, and then I'm gonna fail, and then he's gonna kill me. But uh, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to hold his shoulders down. Just shoot what? him from a tree. Just shoot him from a yeah, tree. Yeah, just shoot him. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I agree. It's a very very good Hell in a Cell match. Um, anything else on that show? We'll talk about the main event here in a second. Mm. But before we get to that main event, uh, Brent, anything else on that show stick out to you as? particularly interesting or noteworthy or, or grinding your gears or anything at all? I have no grinding of gears. Uh, I don't really, I can't really think of anything bad. Just the only, the only, my only one complaint I've already complained about. Um, I thought the Goldberg Lashley match was fun. I mean, that was yeah. probably the best Goldberg match he's had since the one with Dolph Ziggler. And that one was like a minute and a half long. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Uh, and uh, that's I'm really, that's really a King Xavier. Good for King, good for Xavier Woods. Now every member of the New Day has had their crowning moment, so that's nice. Um, I like a, I like a heel gimmick on a King better. I like a King gimmick better on a heel, but I guess we'll see where it goes. But yeah, no, I there's not really anything just, I can complain about further. I don't. I just think with with Xavier Woods, um, he's been doing the Kang gimmick going up up down down for ages now so he'll he'll just up that game and you, you won't even worry about the fact that he's not a heel especially with Zelina being a heel it was a good thing yeah. that they put they made the the, the women's champion is queen a heel yeah and then he yeah, could just I... go around being ultra goofy and ultra silly it, and not worry about the fact that He's not a nasty hit king, yeah. right? Right. Well, what where does it go though? What's the um, what's the end game? Why, what what rights and privileges are afforded to a WWE king? He just gets to be called it, king. What does it mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It just means that you get to, you get to be called king. What has it done for any of the other kings in the past? Absolutely nothing. Recently, I think you could. You could <laughs> recently, I agree, but like there, there's been obviously not some great kings like King Mabel. If you'll remember, he wasn't so. Yeah, great. <laughs> no. We had uh, well, like Austin. I think when people talk, they think about Austin the most. But him being the king of the ring had nothing to do with it. Like it's not like they <laughs> announced him as Austin, Steve Austin, king of the ring. They didn't. He was Austin right. fucking three sixteen. That's what did it. So, no, you're right. Especially recently, like. Corbin wasn't that great. What was it? Sheamus before that was king. Yeah. It wasn't great. The problem is they become king and then they're king for six years. Like I, he should be king for like a year. Like why is he's been king since you know two thousand? What's happening here? Yeah, so is it? I agree yeah. So yeah. So I yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, if anybody can maybe make it work in some way, uh, Xavier's a creative enough guy that uh, he may he may go 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 to the writers with something to. Yeah. Uh, get some value out of that gimmick so um uh, we'll probably, see where that goes you'll probably, yeah. you'll probably bring back king's court or something mm. Mm. could do that absolutely um but that main event let's get to that main event um uh i, I thought it was absolutely perfect in every single way uh brent what say you the main event roman reigns brock lesnar 
Paul Heyman on a pole. Where, where are you on that main event? Oh my God. So like I, so I had to, I had to pick up my son from school, like right after the women's match got over. So I drive. Aren't they to the so school. inconvenient? They really are. <laughs> kids are the worst. Kids are the worst. <laughs> And my kids' school gets so packed, and I don't have to work on Thursday, so I just get there kind of early so I can get a good parking spot. So the good news is I got there in about 20 minutes before he's going to get out, so I got to watch the, I watched the match on my phone in its entirety. Man, Brock and and and, and Roman have had a lot of matches, right? And people, yeah. you know, were a few years ago were just sick of seeing it, right? But <clears throat> I can't remember them guys having a bad match together. Like, I don't remember them having a bad one-on-one match. No. And this was the best one that they've had. Everything about this match was great. You know, you got big men slapping meat. I know Jeremy loves that one. How Love about Ro- Roman on that dive outside of the ring? Woo! He is <laughs> a big man. And yeah. he flew. He looked like he jumped off a trampoline. I thought he was fucking yeah. Sin Cara. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're, right. You're right. That match was great. I mean, if you're giving out five-star ratings, that's a five-star match for me. That match was oh, yeah. great. Yeah, and you know the thing, you know, I said before the match started that you know we were going to be blessed with tons of Paul Heyman memes and gifts, but nope, they mm. swerved me there. He stood there stone he cold stood- like a statue, mm. which apart was from, brilliant. They apart, flipped exactly what I thought we were going to get. Apart from at the end, yeah, where they're, they're both laying there and he doesn't know who to give the belt to, so he just chucks it into the middle of the ring. Yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. so good. That's so good. <laughs> I'm so confused. I, don't know. I have it. You two saw it out. That was absolutely. Yeah, you know what to do with it. That's what he said. It's just awesome. Yeah. I, now I didn't see SmackDown, so I don't know um, how the it was uh, interplay up. was between yeah. <laughs> between Roman and Heyman. I don't know what what went frosty. on there. Frosty, frosty, a frosty uh, relationship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Roman was going on about uh, you. You hand me the belt now, but you wouldn't do it last night. You just threw it, and it was all very okay. All right, yeah. Well, um, you know, when when do we see the next one, Brent? The next Roman and Lesnar match because they can't be done. This isn't it. They have to go again. When do we see that? I'm trying to look. It so now is. The next big one is Survivor Series. And so last year's Survivor Series, they didn't do the tradition. Did they or did they not? No, that was the year before when it was Ray versus Ray Mysterio versus Brock, right? So they usually did the traditional, you know, champion versus champion match. So Mm -hmm. I imagine that Survivor Series, we're going to get Reigns versus Big E, which I'm excited to see that. That'll be fun. That's fine. Yeah, Yeah, they're already pushing that. So maybe it's it's going to be WrestleMania. It's going to be WrestleMania. Or the Rumble. Do they hold it off until the Rumble? Do they do it at the Rumble? Yeah, maybe it will be WrestleMania. Maybe Brock wins the Rumble. That wouldn't be my first mm. choice, but maybe. Because yeah. I don't think he doesn't need to win the Rumble. I mean, have somebody no. younger win it. Man, that's... It's the only be... reason he wins the Rumble, the only reason he would win the Rumble is if Roman says he doesn't want to wrestle him again. Yeah. Yeah. That's if Roman says, I'm not, I'm done with Brock. I'm done. You know, then uh, I've beat him. Um then they'll, then you have to get Brock a way to get that match, so maybe he does win the rumble. So yeah, it's a really good point. And so, don't they don't they have some big pay per view that they're doing like the beginning of the year? It's like it's like right after. So maybe maybe they want to hype that show up, and maybe they make that uh, the main event of that show because they want to make mm-hmm. that some sort of big deal. I don't know. Uh, probably WrestleMania. Glenn's probably right. Probably WrestleMania. Yeah. Who else is uh, going to face? 
Well, I've been saying all along it's got to be The Rock. Um, but uh, I think if it were The Rock, they would have already started to plant some seeds for that. Yeah. They haven't done that yet. Um, but because uh, that that's the one. That's Whenever it's Roman, you know, assuming Roman is still dominant and healthy and, and everything else that goes along with that, as soon as it's Roman and Rock, that's the biggest main event in all time. That's the biggest... Um, if we're talking about traditional pay-per-view buy rates and money spent on pay-per-views, uh, this Roman Reigns against The Rock is the biggest of all time. Yeah, because you're going to get yeah, people, okay. you know, that are our age that probably haven't watched wrestling in years. But like, oh, The Rock's going to wrestle? Well, I got to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest one of all time. That's the only match. If you're a promoter, that's the one you want to have on your card. Um I thought it would be Rock this year at WrestleMania. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Brock. Um, either way, it's going to be great. I mean, that those those two, like you said, Brent, those two never have a bad match. You know, maybe some are better than others, but none of them are bad. Um, so that would be that would be fine with me if that's the way they want to go for WrestleMania. But I think overall, we're all in agreement about the the Saudi Arabia show. Definitely a thumbs up. Definitely very good all the way around. Every single match was good to excellent. No stinkers on the card whatsoever. Um, a good show from the boys and girls over at the New York Territory. Um, other New York Territory news. Guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, NX Tuesday uh, is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it's fun. it was very good this week. Yeah, it's not a hundred percent good. It's maybe seventy five percent good. Hmm. There's some, there's some not so great stuff on it, but uh, overall, I really did like this this week's show. Uh, uh, Glenn, what did you think about it? Um, and you haven't been, Glenn, like the... you haven't been as big on on the two point as I have. No, um, they won me over this week. They won me over early this week. That opening was superb with Carmelo Hayes opening the show and then Johnny Gagano coming down. Johnny <clears> Gagano <throat> cutting probably the best promo he's cut in years. And then Carmelo Hayes going, oh, well, your daughter DMs me. And Johnny goes... And that confused me. <laughs> I know, because I know, they're kayfabe in that... Uh, when did they... Ad- did, did he adopt her? Yeah, well, I think so. I think it be, it was all part it, back in the back when none of us were really paying much attention to NXT <laughs> when they first started the the, uh, uh, the way it was sort of yeah. done as a family. Oh, okay. Yeah, and Austin was the Austin, and... Austin was the son, and Johnny, oh, okay. and yeah. so so yes, yeah, back in the kayfabe of it. All right. Sounds Dexter. like something Jeremy can really sing his yeah, teeth yeah. into. Oh, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so excited yeah. about that. So, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is it didn't matter whether you because it did the point where he said, "Yeah, you might have, but here's my son-in-law," and it just Dexter <laughs> yeah. was looming over. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Oh, oh, this is the perfect way to be using Dexter Loomis. He's Johnny, yeah. he's Johnny's big scary, yeah. Johnny's henchman, big scary monster. That's all you're yeah. looking for. 
Brent, when you were watching that, um, and Carmelo is before Gargano came out. Carmelo's in the ring with uh, with with Trick. Is that his name? Trick. Yes. Trick. Trick. Yeah. Trick. Um, when he was in the ring cutting his promo, uh, what did you feel like he was a babyface or a heel, Brent? He feels like a babyface to me. Uh, Trick seems more like a heel, but Melo seems like a babyface to me. Yeah. Especially, I think that they trickle on the cool side. Like they're just, <clears throat> they just look too cool to hate. I don't, I just, I don't see myself booing those guys because they just look too cool and they just seem mm-hmm. too cool. They seem like cool babyfaces to me, at least. To me, Carmelo was cutting a heel promo. Um, the words he was saying, yeah. uh, they were, it was a heel promo. The people, uh, the crowd, which I said from day one of 2.0 Drake was the crowd's going to be a problem. And the crowd was giving him the baby face reaction. And you could see on his face, he was trying to get the heel reaction, but it wasn't working. Um, yeah. thankfully Gargano saved him. Gargano came <laughs> out. Gargano got the baby face reaction. Um, and then we're off to the races. Uh, I thought it was okay. It was a little bit, a little bit scripted uh, as these things tend to be. Um, but, uh, I, I do think that the best version of Gar- Gargano is the wrestling baby face. And mm-hmm. that looks to be, uh, what we're going to get going forward there. Um, let's see what else happened on the, on the, on the NX Tuesday. Uh, and, uh, so much. Odyssey Jones yeah. versus Andre Chase. Oh, oh, oh. What do you think about Andre, Andre Chase. Chase's uh, Brent? Brent, what do you think about Andre Chase's move set? <laughs> oh, what a, Did you what pay a attention to his move set? Not hard hey. enough, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Glenn, you have any reactions to Andre Chase's move? He's set? just he's just so good. He's just so ridiculous. He's way ridiculous and way over. It, it's. It's nothing but like he was just jumping on top of Odyssey Jones. Just yeah, jumping yeah, on. yeah, just jumping yeah. on, jumping on, bouncing off, right, bouncing off. Yeah, he's Odyssey. I'll be your bouncy castle all day. Yeah, I'm gonna squash you. Yeah, no, that's that's what it was. He's he's such a great bumper. He takes these exaggerated bumps. Um, it was a squash match, you know, which is what which is what is great because I said this about the the Tuesday show. Um. The matches are what they need to be. They get in, they take care of their business, and they go home. Uh, there's not too much extra in most of the matches on NXT these days. Um, they're letting the the character work and the drama and that sort of stuff happen in the promos and in the pre-tapes and that and all that. The matches are, are fairly basic and fairly simple, which they should be. This is a developmental program after all. Um, these guys, how many beers do you have in your hand, Glenn? <laughs> Glenn's like, just Stone, Cold. It. Holy Glenn's like crap. Stone Cold Steve Austin when he was the general <laughs> manager after an episode of Raw. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> tossing Glenn beers. Glenn, Glenn has left the, the screen, for those of you at home. Uh, we hear the sounds of bottles clinking and clanking. Um, I think somebody just caught a stunner. Uh, yep. Holy crap. Anyway, uh, uh but the, the matches on the Tuesday show are exactly what they need to be. They're short and sweet for the most part. And uh, uh, it seems to make sense. Glenn, how many beers have you had? He's it's back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the third one. <laughs> I don't know. I think I counted more than three bottles. Is that, that, is that UK math? 
<laughs> he's he's had he's had three if you're talking dog beers is what <laughs> every seven is one so dog beers. that's how we do it in Nebraska. <laughs> oh lord <laughs> good lord uh well, we're, we're talking about uh the, the matches on the tuesday show glenn and how they are uh fairly simple fairly short and sweet um and without much uh without too much extra um, do you agree yeah. with that? Disagree? What do you think? No, I agree with that. Um, it, it's gone back to its Devent Miller. I'm talking beer now. Yeah. It's gone back to that raw feeling. Yeah. In the go. matches where uh, the, these are not honed top of the. Get a granny porn. <laughs> These are, these are not honed uh, top of the schedule. <laughs> it's over now. Sorry. Uh, no, oh, no. Yeah. I think, I think, I think all... what you're trying to say is that uh, yeah. since this is a quote-unquote <laughs> developmental territory, yeah. that, uh, oh, that's the it that's is the in the, the best interest of these performers to keep it simple, mm. um, which yes. is what they do for the most part. And I, I think they did that. I think in the in the in the Creed Brothers match against Imperium, um, I think they got mm. a little bit ahead of themselves, got a little bit too fast at one point. But I mean, the Creed Brothers yeah. have absolutely no I business think, being as good as they are since they've been in the business for about an hour and a half. And the thing is, is what if you're gonna if you're gonna be like that and go a bit too fast? What better team than Imperium to slow you down and keep yeah, you? Yeah, they'll get you back into yeah. it. Yeah, those guys yeah, are experienced. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, um, Brent, where were you on that Creed Brothers match? Um, I'll ask you the same question I asked you about Carmelo Hayes. Uh, Imperium, baby faces or heels? To me, they're heels. They seem like arrogant heels to me, especially Martel. Martel with that look he always has on his face. He just looks like he. Not to this extent because nobody does it like Jeannie, but he, Jenny, but he does. He has like a good, what, what yeah. are you doing? You know, <laughs> ew, gross face. So they, yeah, they come off as cocky heels to me. You didn't get, I got the impression during the match that the, the crowd, I think we saw a double turn. I think that um, diamond mine, that whole group are clearly heels. Uh, the, the Creed brothers are um, cocky heels. The kind of, I'm young and tough and big and strong, and I'm in. We're in over our heads, but we don't know it yet. Uh, that sort of heel. Um, the people got behind the Imperium, and Imperium would come. Uh, you know, Eichner did that move where he like put one of the creeds on his on his neck and squatted down a few times. And you know, after a couple of comebacks, they fired up and the crowd was popping. Uh, to me, I think we saw a double turn because um, two reasons. There's another dude that hangs out with Imperium that hadn't shown up yet. And when that dude shows up, the people are going to be 100% behind him. The people mm. are going to love Walter when he shows up. He's going to be a baby face by default. There's nothing they can do. Mm. Um, I think we saw the double turn. I think Imperium now is going to be baby faces for when Walter shows up, uh, which might be sooner rather than later. And man, MSK, MSK, um, the people don't like MSK. 
Why is that, uh, Glenn? I don't. I can't put my finger on it. I don't like them. I don't either. I don't, it's it, it's it's strange. There is nothing about them that you can actually put down. So like why you don't like them? <laughs> well, no. Would you want to hang out with MF uh, MSA or would you rather hang out with Imperium? I'd rather hang out with Imperium every day of the week. They probably yeah. just go to the gym. That sounds boring. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Uh, <laughs> shut up, Marcel. Brent. Marcel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Marcel does like his beer. Yeah, don't worry. Like, well, then never mind. I'm back, I'm back on that drink. Because MSK guys probably don't drink, so. They're just natural heels. They, they exude it's, just healness. There's just nothing about them. I'm totally with them. Uh, when you when you're talking about your champions, you should at least have one opinion, one way or the other. Um, not just apathetic towards them. There was a time there where I completely forgot that MSK was even the NXT Tag Team Champion. Exactly. So, yeah. So I like them in the ring. There's not really anything character-wise. You're right that you can stick a point. So the best thing for them to do would just just make them fucking heels, and then they yes. can, doesn't matter what they say because they're fucking heels anyway, and we're gonna yeah. do them. And right. I think another reason why maybe fans don't like them is because they got pushed quick. Like they got to NXT and then they immediately won the Dusty Cup and then they immediately yeah. won the Tag Team Championships. And you had teams like the Grizzled Young Veterans and Imperium and all these other teams that have been in NXT for forever. And now mm. these new guys come in and they get, you know, to the moon. And I think that might be a reason why people don't like them. Well, yeah. yeah cause it- you can you can hot shot a team like that when you've got the right opponent. Because the very first time that the Rock and Roll Express was on Mid-South TV, the first time they beat the Russian team for the championship. Yeah. And it worked. Because the Russian team had been the big, scary monster heels for so long. So Mm. when you got these two smaller, faster, better-looking guys coming in and they win the tag championship, then it works, and then you're off to the races with the Rock and Roll Express. Um, But they didn't have that for the MSK debut. You know, because like you said, they won the the, the tournament, they won the belt so quick, there wasn't that dominant, established heel team for them to knock off out of nowhere. I don't even know who they beat. I don't even remember. Exactly. Who knows? It's gone now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I, mean, I, I think we saw a double turn there. I think they're they're priming Imperium for Walter um, because the people are going to love him. And um, I, I just, you know, I, I might need to take a walk around the block thinking about walk wa- uh, Walter versus Braun Breaker. Hopefully, there's no karaoke. We'll Hopefully, no karaoke going on out there. <laughs> oh my god, no, it's you know, it might be hopefully those dudes are passed out or dead. Uh, because my goodness, I, I, I wish I would have recorded it. I don't think you could have heard it very well if I'd have tried to take out my phone and record Amazing. it. But my Wait, word, there were just well, no words. Well, we're talking about tag teams and the crowd, yeah, during the uh, Grizzled Young Vets match. The, the crowd chanted that to Zach Gibson that you suck, as if that's going to worry him. Mm, right? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People right. have been throwing like, their shoes at him and everything for years. <laughs> no. I, no. No. I, he has tried to cut promos in small venues where you couldn't actually hear him over the PA for the amount of. Booze that were going on. A few people there in the front of that 
the few sparks down the front of that crowd singing "You suck" is not going to worry about right. one little bit. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> think you could get. I don't think you could bother him as far as that goes. He is no snowflake. And speaking of snowflakes, <laughs> my goodness, boy, do I love myself some Joe Gacy. Oh, what's a good segue? Yeah. <laughs> He's so great. He is so great. And you know the. Was it was it silly to have old Harland there, old Parker Boudreaux? Was it silly to have his reflection show up in the mirror? Yes, that's silly, but man, Joe yeah. Gacy has such a he, that gimmick is absolutely working. Brent, where are you with Joe Gacy? Yeah, no, you're right. He he, he plays the creepy guy so well. He seems like he could be like you ever watched Criminal Minds. He seems like the guy on Criminal Minds who's got people buried in his backyard, but his neighbors think he's the nicest guy. To me. And I'm getting a, you know, a here with him, like that big, you know, powder's cousin, as I like to call him. He looks like powder's cousin. <laughs> with <football head. laughs> um, There was one time me and the mayor did an episode of the mayor of superstars. After we're done, I turned the recorder off and we made so many jokes about what that guy fucking looked like. And I'm so mad that the recorder was off because it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> Of all the gimmick that they've given out to guys since they've NXT 2.0, take a shot. Uh, this this one is the best because I mean he's he's really good, and then that, to have the heater with him, it just makes total sense. Is it the best? Is it better than Tony D'Angelo? I just say toxic attraction. Uh, is it better than toxic? <laughs> Speaking of, hold on, we're gonna go back sidestep here to toxic attraction. Um. Do you see old JC Jane about kill herself? Oh, yikes. <laughs> do not do shit like Dusty told yeah. Big Bubba. Do not do shit. You do not know how to do. <laughs> yeah. She had no business trying to do that dive. She looked like a cow on a cow on ice skates. There was no reason for her to do that. It wasn't the finish of the oh. match. And she damn you can't, near get, killed you can't get ice skates on cows. I'll tell you right now, it ain't gonna happen. You're gonna do a tippy suicide. Uh, hold, wait a second. <laughs> Brent, what else can you not do to a cow? <laughs> oh, can't make it watch Granny for him, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no, but uh, JC Jane, yeah, no, she about damn near killed herself in that match. Um, uh, anyway, that's we'll get to that match in a second, I guess. But Tony D'Angelo, I mean, everything about this guy, I can't imagine when this guy finally gets in front of 10,000 live people and you got 10,000 people doing this. The little yeah. Italian gimmick. Um, oh, my goodness. That guy is absolutely all the way over. He's got his opponent down in the headlock. He's like, hey, just like when I'm beating up my little brother Dominic. Yeah. And he's giving him a noogie, you know? Yeah. I mean, just perfect. <laughs> and he does the promo after with the, with the interview girl, and he, he tries to grease her palm a little bit. Hey, get yourself something nice, you know? Um, just just you know, forget about it. You know, it's just perfect. Everything about that guy is perfect. I love him. He's a star. Yeah, he definitely is. Dripping meat sauce, man. Is is Virgil? Where's Virgil? (laughs) And every time you see him on a promo, he's by his car and there's somebody banging on the boot. He's always got somebody locked in the boot of his car. He's just absolutely perfect. (laughs) That's the thing about these, these, these new gimmicks on the show. I mean, yeah, they're outlandish and they're crazy and they're silly. Um, who cares? I mean, they're 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 getting people. Like Kevin Sullivan says, we're just trying to get people over in a fake fucking business, you know. Yep. And that's what they're doing. That's mm. absolutely what they're doing. And when the bell rings, by the way, 
in, in real life, Tony D'Angelo was a former college wrestler. I mean, the guy can can do all the moves. You know, yeah. He can stretch you if he wants to. Um, he works, you know, great. Yeah. I mean, he's not experienced, but he's convincing when he when he has his matches. I, I you know, to me, so, these gimmicks are slam dunks. Joe Gacy, so, Tony D'Angelo, all slam dunks. So down the road, when they're both a bit more seasoned, we're going to get a title match between D'Angelo and Braun Breaker. That is going to be a five star match. The world is not ready for that. At least no. the wrestling Twitter is not ready for that. Because the yeah. way both of those guys are so over on Twitter, the world is not ready for that. That's no, no. but yeah. but the None fact that they're both fact that they're both trained amateur wrestlers as well. Yes, right. Yeah, they can be that is, that is outstanding get, technical. That match is gonna yet. that is gonna be some match when it happens. Yeah, yeah. Um. So 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 what else about the NX Tuesday before we move on, Brent? Anything that we hadn't mentioned yet that. Uh, You've been thinking about or, or need to, to get off your chest or anything I think, like that with the I think we talked about everything that I saw. I didn't catch the last two matches, so I didn't get to see Braun Breaker. Well, not yet anyway. I might watch it later. Um, so yeah, no, nothing else besides JCJ trying to kill herself. Um I'm trying to think. Nope, nothing, nothing else is there for me. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I, you know, for me anyway, overall a very good show. I, I think uh probably you guys agree with that. Um, not perfect, yeah. it had its it's ugly spots. Uh, oh, oh, one more thing about it. Um, Britt, if, um, it, it, let's say you and me and Glenn were trying to decide where we wanted to go have lunch, okay? So we're all going to meet up. We're going to have lunch. And we, and we can't decide what we're going to do. And um, and let's say we, we take all oh. of the possible restaurants and, and we make a wheel, Brent. <laughs> we put them on a wheel, right? And it's got the little clicker. <laughs> And it's got the little tabs. When you move it, you spin the wheel. It goes. So we make one of those because that's what you do um, when you're trying to make a decision. And um, and we oh screw it. I don't know. Uh, we'll play rock paper scissors, and whoever wins rock paper scissors uh, gets to spin the wheel. So we play rock paper scissors, and and Brent wins. So Brent gets to spin the wheel. Um, uh, does that make a damn bit of sense? <laughs> no, that <laughs> makes zero sense at all. When you started going, I didn't know where you were going with this. But then when you started, I was like, "Oh fuck, this is where we're going with this." So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna Expound bring me into a this, you're gonna you bring me into a wrestling show and tell me, "Oh, guess what? These people have a big match coming up at our big Halloween Havoc show next Tuesday, and we're gonna have a triple threat match, and the winner is going to get." No, they're not going to get to pick the stipulation. They are going to get the chance to randomly have one assigned from a wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Why would I care? <laughs> Why would I care? <laughs> just fucking spin it. I don't care. I'm not fighting. Uh, Why do we even need to have the match? Just like, dude, go ahead and spin it. I don't care. <laughs> Why do you have the match? Why is that the stipulation for this match? And then when it landed on ladder match, like Indy Hartwell looked like, like she had no, what's a ladder match? I don't even know what a ladder match is. She was yeah, like, yeah, because yeah. uh, it was a, it's a, a ladder match. She's lost a scareway to heaven ladder match, which the announcer on the show uh, precisely said a stairway to heaven match or hell, whatever. And of course, and of course the, the princess of the sky is over the moon. <laughs> Because it's a ladder match, right? It's so a we ladder know, match. You knew it was going to be something that she gets to jump off of. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
it doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I just, that was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Um, that that was a stipulation for that match, but it is what it is. We'll get to Halloween Havoc here in a little while, but uh, let's move on to NX Thursday, which Ooh. once again, as usual, the best wrestling show of the week, top to bottom. Um, here's the overall thing, and I, I say it a, a lot. I think um, with the the NX Thursday, the the UK show. Even if every single minute of it is not five-star excellent, there are exactly zero minutes of stupid. No. In every other wrestling show on TV, some amount of it is just roll your eyes stupid. Mm -hmm. And uh, absolutely no part of NXT UK is ever roll your eyes stupid. Um, yeah. Even the stupid bits are not roll your eyes stupid. Yeah, yeah, there might be some stupid, but not roll your eyes. Why am I no. watching this? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, exactly. Brent. What uh, what about the the Thursday show this week? Um, I know you watched it. What uh, what comes to mind? I, I like the 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 tag team match with Symbiosis versus uh, Primate and Dave Mastiff. I like that that um uh pairing, and of course, our favorite tag team. It should be your favorite tag team. We're doing commentary for this match. And one part of the commentary that I thought was hilarious was that he was saying that he saw Primate, Primate eat, eating raw chicken. I saw him eating, eating raw chicken. He was, he was eating it on the toilet. And then the guy said, why were you watching him on the toilet? He said, shut up. Okay. That was hysterical. I, I popped uh, for that. For Jack sure. Um, there, there is, we should all be verbally eviscerated by private party. Not private yeah. party, pretty deadly. Pretty deadly. Private party. And, and, Fuck those guys. And Jack's pretty Jack deadly. Stars. Jack Stars, pound for pound, the pastiest man ever seen in wrestling. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't write them down. I, I, I think Glenn may have jotted a few of those, uh, those phrases down. I didn't write Absolute them down. Absolute gold. Just too good. Way too good. Um, just outstanding. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good match. Uh, Symbiosis is definitely an underrated team. Um, they don't get a lot of play on TV. You know, every maybe once a month you might see them, maybe. Uh, but very underrated. They work well together, uh, and they had a, they had a good match with Mastiff and uh, and Stars. Um, so yeah, Glenn, Glenn, what else about the Thursday show? Well, we were blessed with the Supernova sessions. Yes. Boy, yes, were we. Go ahead. I got something to say about that. We'll see if you go there first. Uh, yeah. Bring it out, Tyler Bay. And then Trent Seven comes with him, which is perfectly fine. But the outrageous, <laughs> the total indignation from both Noah and Dar. Yeah. And Shah. What's he doing out here? Yeah, right, right. How dare he? Yeah. <laughs> go, back to, go back out of the back, granddad. Yeah. <laughs> anytime, yeah, anytime they lay into Trent Seven for being old works for me. I, mean, I, I think that's funny. The thing about this Supernova Sessions for me was I think if I, you know, and I, I've slept since then, I can't remember every single one of them, but um, it seemed to be this was the one time that Noam Dar absolutely lost his cool. Yeah. Um, yep. He absolutely snapped at the <sighs> end, where usually he's just berating somebody verbally. Um, but this one, he absolutely snapped at the end and physically assaulted Bate. And uh, 
and they sold it really well. It was mm. believable while Dar was outside the ring and Samuels was holding him back. Dar looked legitimately pissed off. Um, yeah. And obviously they're working, but uh, man, what what a good what a good turn that was. I don't remember any of the other ones where him uh, where he absolutely flips at the end. No, you know you get you get a heritage cut match between them. So what a better yeah. way to sell, to sell it than actually have animosity between them? Yeah, right. Imagine, right? Imagine. Uh, but it's like I was saying, like everything they do on the UK just makes sense. It absolutely makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and they, they they tell stories think, for the losers because we saw the uh, uh, the girls match this week. Oh, Sarah uh, Brookside. Sarah yeah, Brookside against Alea James. Yeah, uh, she keeps on losing. And yeah. Every week she's doing that thing. That thing of losing her temper more and more mm-hmm. every time she loses. Now, they're going to go well, one or two ways with this. Either they're going to turn a heel or they're going to do what they did with Ilya, is mm. that she's going to end up nearly killing somebody and then sort of having yeah. to reassess her. It's 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 character development. And, um, of course it is. And, and that- yeah, and it's working. It absolutely it, works. We said yeah. this right from the early episodes of us and NXT UK is the one thing they do well is tell a loser's story. Yeah, yep. you don't get yeah, just absolutely. get somebody to lose for no reason. Yeah. Every time right. that somebody loses, especially if it's a name, they lose for a reason, and then there's a story to be told after it. Yeah, the loss is a, is a catalyst for the next thing. You know, yep. it's not just you lose and you're forgotten yeah. about. Um, but uh, so, yeah, that was surprising. And that's good. Anytime wrestling does something that surprises us, it's a good thing. I really did not expect Brookside to lose that match. Um, but you did. So we'll see where that goes. Um, Brent, this is the third time I'm going to ask you this same question. Gallus. I got it wrong the last two. So. You got to lay yeah, We'll see if you get it right this time. That's OK. <laughs> uh, Gallus, baby faces or heels? So Gallus just seems like they just troll the backstage area just looking for somebody to fuck with. They're like, all right, well, uh, yeah. Jordan Devlin's over there. So <laughs> sometimes they come off as heels, but sometimes they're funny. They're, sometimes they're hilarious. Like the time <laughs> Devlin comes in there and they're drinking his coffee and he says, hey, what? that's my coffee. And he says, no, I'm Joe Coffee. I thought that was so funny. He's like, hey, I'm Joe Coffee. I thought that was so funny. So sometimes they come up as dicks, like a little bit with Re- with Regal's son. They just came in there, just like, oh, he's doing an interview. Let's just fucking yeah. go over there and fuck with him. And then they're fighting right. somebody else. So sometimes they come. It's like a tweener thing because sometimes they're hilarious, but sometimes they're just <laughs> dicks. Because like I said, it seems to me that they just troll the backstage area looking for somebody to fuck with. Yeah, and you bring up you bring up Charlie Dempsey there. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I mean, the, a babyface doesn't go interrupt an interview from a, for a, from another babyface that you've got no business with. You know, so that was right. kind of a heelish, dickish thing to to do, right? But when they steal Jordan Devlin's jacket. And Joe Coffee puts it on and wears it to the ring. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what a a, a silly baby face would do for a heel to, towards fat a guy heel. A little coat, you know, fat guy in a little coat. I wanted him to stretch <laughs> it, and he didn't rip it. It's like you missed a chance right there. You know, um, nice. Gonna flex. have a line ready. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of jackets, I'm sorry. One more thing, Carmelo Hayes. You notice what he did when he had on his jacket when he went into the ring. He had on that jacket. He did the double bicep biceps pose. You can totally see in a goddamn jacket. 
Yeah. <laughs> you can't see your biceps. Anyway. <laughs> that gets for a theme this week on the NXTs. Glad you pulled that up. Glad you pulled that up. Bicep pose when he's wearing a. Why? Uh, anyway, um, just the details. Uh, um, so, yeah, so, so yeah. Coffee stole J- Devlin's jacket, wore it to the yeah. ring. Um, Glenn, what'd you think about that match that they had? Oh, well, you saw my tweet. Reigns and Brock, two men, big men slapping me. Kofi and Devlin hold my beers. Yes, yes, uh, yeah. Coffee and, uh, and Devlin, not not as big as Brock and Roman, but they were slapping mm. me. Um, oh, uh, it's amazing, Brent. I, I could I could see that the moves that they were doing to each other. Um, looked looked real and they looked mm. believable and they looked violent and they didn't even have to slap their leg how is that possible <laughs> don't you don't know when you slap your leg it hurts more i you know what i guess nobody's told coffee or devlin that <clears throat> yeah no especially like when he first came out and like a devlin attacked him from behind when they were fighting on the outside yeah. it looked like they were mm. legit just yes. beating the shit out of each other it didn't look yes. like they were working on look like a legit fight and then it just kept building from there. Yeah, it's it's funny because Jordan Devlin's like he's kind of like uh, like a Shawn Michaels in a way where he's kind of he's smaller than the other guys, but he can get in there and fight with the big guys and make you believe it. So I think he, I mean, Jordan Devlin is a, probably an underrated worker in the in the world. People don't really talk about him, but he's yeah. really good. And to see him fight with the kind of fire that he fought with uh, against a big guy, John, like Joe Coffey, was great. Yeah, a tremendous yeah. match, amazing. He's probably a shoot with. No, no, where Jordan Devlin comes from, he's probably had shoot matches against guys as big as Joe Kofi when he he, he was younger. So, yeah, and again, you know, we we have um uh had Joe Coffey lose, um, so they're gonna tell a story off of that. That's gonna that's gonna uh be the catalyst for the next thing for him. Um, uh, as soon as Devlin won, I thought, okay, we're gonna get Devlin and Dragon off, yeah. Probably, and Makes that's sense. not a bad just, thing. No, because he's the only he's the he's the only one that's not had a title shot recently. Now, all the main characters, you know, he had all those 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 matches between Rampage and Joe Kofi and Ilya and everything else, and then Ilya's got the title. Yeah. And he's saying, "Who will go for then? Uh, do you go back to Joe Kofi or?" Um, Rampage, or do you yeah. move on? And it looks Too like they're gonna, yeah. So it yeah. looks like they're moving on to setting up uh, Jordan for, yeah. And that's that's gonna be uh, match. violent. Yeah. Um, oh, outstanding. You, you always say you always say it about Jordan Devlin. He's another one of those that he's on the verge of turning a work mm-hmm. into a shoot. And if right anybody, on the verge of and getting if, unprofessional. Yeah. And if anybody, yeah. if anybody could force him into being unprofessional, it's Ilya. Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna, that, you know, that's gonna be a violent, violent affair whenever that does happen. Um, <laughs> so what's happening next on the UK show? Uh, the next week, next week is the Heritage Cup match. I think is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, oh boy. Bait and Dar Brent, uh, call it now. Who's winning, Bait or Dar, next week? Dar is going to win 
I feel like they're building a tension between. I know Glenn said he doesn't want to see this again, but I feel like they're building a tension between Bate and um, Bate and that old geezer is with Trent yeah, Seven, um, <laughs> yeah. and so I feel like that's going to play into it somehow. And I just want to say, I Shy Samuels to me looks like Eddie Kingston's uh, <laughs> a British British cousin, doesn't he? I mean, a little oh, bit. yeah, he is. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. And no, no, Dar is going to win that thing. Come on, he's got to be. It's got to yeah. be Dar. It's just the supernova, the supernova sessions episodes with that cup mm. sitting on the couch. Is, are they're going to be gold? They're going to be cold, gold. Uh, so yeah, what what else is on the show next week, bro? Glenn? You have it written Bef- down. You before through? yeah, before we go to that. Well, I yeah. don't know where he's going to be on next week, but that Kenny Williams promo. Oh, how good man, was that? What a, what a little yeah. nasty cockroach that son of a bitch! He is, isn't he? Oh, but how good was it? Yeah, right. so good. Yeah, yeah you saw really the cockroaches and everything. It was absolutely yeah. perfect. So so good. Yeah, um, good, yeah. Got Rohan Raja versus Mount Coffee. That's right. Next week. Oh, yep, That's yep. right. That's who they were brawling with after brawl they were with, screwing yeah. with Dempsey. Yeah. So um gonna be another could... good week next week. Gonna be yeah. another good week. We'll see, you know, who if we win. Old Tio Man this, introduces the third member of the family if it happens this coming week or not. Oh, you know it's, it's you coming. know it's, you know it's going to happen if you got if you got Rowan Raja against Mark Kofi, then three of three. You're going to end up three having the, the other two members uh, of Gallus turn up, and yeah. the th- and the the three members of the family. It won't be hard to find somebody who wants to fight against Gallus. Just go in the back. No, and they, yeah. Just go go in the back and throw a rock, and you'll find somebody they yeah. trolled. My, so. You know they're walking around. Yeah, the back just, just just knocking people in the nuts every time they walk past somebody. They're those. I actually, I actually yeah. think it's going to be somebody new. You think so? A brand think, new person. I think it's going to be somebody new. Okay. It's going to be That'll somebody we don't know. That'll work. That's fine. Uh, so we'll it's see what be happens. Some... Like I said, people. Yeah, good. It's going to be somebody from XWX or somewhere like that from Germany okay. that we don't know. Okay, that works. Okay. That's fine. A little, a little new. It's been a while since they've injected a new person uh, yeah. into the promotion. So, uh, yeah, that'll work. Absolutely, will work. But uh, we say it every week, everybody. Uh, I think some people are starting to come around. The UK show is the best, top to bottom show, week in and week out. That's not to put down the other shows. The other shows have their moments of greatness, but. UK is outstanding every time. Um, a show that we hope is great is happening on this Tuesday coming up. Two days from now, we're getting Halloween Havoc NXT 2.0 drink. Uh, we're going to run through the matches here and, and try to make some predictions on what we think is going to happen. You know, I must mention, uh, we have not said anything about this yet, but um, uh, people know that for a long time, the reigning, defending, undisputed POB, PPV, that's a lot of initials, championship was held by Brent Styles. But Brent Styles. Hey, Brent Styles. Styles. This is he. I haven't had anything to drink today. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Hey, you got a gimmick now. Now you can be a wrestler. Um, uh, Glenn. Glenn was the winner. Glenn dethroned. Brent at the last WWE pay-per-view. Uh, Glenn is the prediction champion returning the title back. Ah, there it is. That is the That's ah, a sound. That's a sound of success. The sound of success and victory and gloating. I love it. Um, 
Uh, so we're going to run through this show, see what's going to happen, make our predictions. I will announce the matches as I see them. Of course, as always, card subject to change. Uh, Brent, as the guest, you'll lead us off. Apparently, we're going to have Carmelo Hayes versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship. Uh, what's going to happen here, Brent? What's going to happen here is you're probably going to see one hell of a wrestling contest. That's for sure. I mean, both these guys. I don't really think so. Okay, don't think I'll, so. I'll save my I'll <laughs> save my prediction, but you go right ahead. I think that I think Carmelo is going to win it. I just I can't see them taking it off him. He just got it, and I don't see them giving it back to Johnny at this point. So Carmelo's going to okay. win it. Okay, there's one for Carmelo. Glenn, what say you? Yeah, it's going to be uh, Carmelo retaining, but I don't think it's going to be a great wrestling match. I think there's going to be shenanigans. Well. Because uh, Dexter Loomis is going to get involved, and the other geezer that's with Carmelo is going to get involved, and it's going to be a right clusterfuck, as they say. All right. So you you say that still, Glenn, that Carmelo leaves the night with the belt. Yes, correct? definitely. Okay. All right. Um, the thing that we didn't mention about NXT Tuesday this past week was the uh, the skit that Carmelo and Trick did in the locker room with some kind of invitation or something to a haunted house. So this is not going to be a good wrestling match. Uh, I'm sorry. I think that these two men could have a good wrestling match, but this is going to be some <laughs> sort of stupid haunted house, oh, haunted house that. gimmick. Oh. With, with Dexter Loomis popping up out of nowhere, a lot of jump scares for Carmelo, making the heel, which is what Carmelo is, making the heel look like a complete uh, dumbass uh, through some weird haunted house. Mm. I do think Carmelo keeps the belt one way or another, so that's three for Carmelo, but I just don't foresee this being a good wrestling match no, in the no. uh, the sense that uh, we all would like it to be. So that's three for Carmelo in all some right, sort of... I had two cups of coffee and a bottle of water, so I got to pee. I'll be right back. All right, we'll be right back. All right. Um, where are you on that sort of gimmicky stuff, Glenn? Does, does, does you, Lewis... you, know, you, you know where I am on that. <laughs> I know. You, you know. like the wrestle spooky. I, I do like the wrestle stupid and the wrestle you spooky. Do. Yeah, I really, I'd forgotten that it was, but now you've told me it is again. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to. Okay, but does it matter? Does it, but if, if, okay, maybe I'm a little bit too curmudgeonly, um, but to me, it should be the other way around, right? It should be that the evil, mean, nasty heel, the spooky heel is the one with the, the maze of death that the hero has to, to go through, you know, you know, let the people get behind the hero and his journey over trials and tribulations and obstacles until he gets to the end of the haunted house. And, and there's the big bad guy at the end that he's got to overcome. To me, it's just stupid and silly when it's the other way around. I don't want to see, I don't want to see the heel make his way through the, the dangerous maze, so to speak, um, to encounter the baby face. It makes the heel look like a complete ineffectual moron. Why would the heel even show? Oh, I remember why the heel would show up because um, Johnny took the belt. That's right. He's got yeah. the belt held. He's got, he's got the belt um, held. held but again, 
the heel, why would the heel agree to that on the baby face's terms? It should be completely flipped the other way. We, 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 if, if the hero had the belt, we want to see the hero retain and regain what he's got. True. But we are talking about a show that is relying on three, three wheel matches. God damn it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, logic just goes out the window totally. It does. It really does. You know, yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I'm, I'm, if we were talking about NXT UK, yes, you'd have a good right to rant because they don't normally do this sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But well, your side, I don't know. Your, I, your side of the pond, they're notorious for it. They do it all the time. And especially yeah, with, it's true. with Vince back in charge, it's bound to just, happen. I was just, well, and I think a lot of this is just the continuing of the Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis silliness, but uh, yeah, um, we'll see where it goes. I, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, at the end of the day, all three of us there for uh, saying Carmelo wins. Brent did has you, returned. Did you uh, let all the uh, listeners at home know that I was banging my head against the table as you reminded of me that this was a fucking House of Horrors <laughs> mattress? No, no. I, I did not. I noticed that you were doing that. Uh, no. no, I didn't mention this. Brent was banging his head on the table. He had forgotten that this is a gimmick match of all gimmick matches. So anyway, three for Carmelo. Um, apparently, we're going to get the debut of Solo Sikoa who is yes. the new Samoan fellow. Uh, we do not have an opponent for that match announced yet. Um, can, can, can we all agree that the, the, the debuting Samoan is going to win? Probably. Yeah, I would say. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think we so. don't know who the opponent is. It's hard to, and we've none, none of us have seen the guy hey, work before. Mr. Whatever. Wrestling hey, three is going to lose. There yeah. we go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, now the next match we've got, MSK Tag Team Champions versus Imperium. This is a spin the wheel, make the deal. NXT Tag Team Championship match. Glenn, we'll start with you. Uh, heel MX, uh, MSK or Babyface Imperium. Who's leaving with the belts? This is probably going to cost me my title, but I'm going for Imperium. I don't think it I will. Think we're, we're switching off of MSK here. I think I think... Uh, just because of all the reaction that, in, that MSK are getting, I'm pretty sure that they'll hmm. take the title of him. I'm pretty sure, uh, no, that they're getting. I could be wrong. Um, there's there's one for Imperium, Brit. What say you on this one? Well, Glenn, your title's safe with me on this one because I'm gonna agree with you. I think it's gonna be Imperium. I right. so for I, I watched. <laughs> you know, the old NXT probably a lot more than you guys did. And for me, the two best teams for a long period of time that were on uh, NXT was, uh, you know, Imperium and the Grizzled Young Veterans, two teams that came from NXT UK. And I think it's long overdue for Imperium to be the goddamn NXT tag team champions. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and like you said, you, you, they're already, nobody, they don't like MSK already. So just make them heels, you know, get the titles off them. They'll have something to whine about. And then we'll just make them whiny heels and we'll move on from here. But I think that it's time to put the belts on Imperium. I think Imperium's going to win it. There's two for Imperium. I am going for, not four, but I'm going with MSK here. I think they've got us right where they want us. They've got us right where they've, they've worked us all into a shoot with MSK. They are slimy, annoying little 
shit heels, um, and they're going to retain here. Um, but I will say that we will see Walter. I hope so. I no, could I see so. Walter. I could see Walter coming out after Imperium is beaten and sort of, you know, jerking their britches full, so to speak, and getting their attention and saying, "We're better than this. We're going to exact our revenge on MSK." But there's one for MSK. That's who I am going with. I think they've got us where they want us. I really do. Yeah. I think they've worked us into a shoot on those guys. We want to complain about the heels, and we'll get to. Um, yeah. We've got the uh, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark are the women's tag team champions. They will be going against Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada and Gigi Dolan and the corpse of JC Jane. This is the the... A scareway to hell ladder match. Um, if JC Jane is still among the living, if she has not killed herself, <laughs> she will be there. Um, I'll start with this one. I haven't started on one yet. Uh, we're gonna have the um, uh, what you call it? The uh, fatal attraction girls are gonna win this match, or the toxic attraction girls are gonna win this match. I'm going with Dolan and Jane to win. Um, the tag titles here. I don't understand EO and, and um, Zoe. I don't understand why they're a team. Uh, they don't even have matching gear, uh, which is you should, if you're a tag team, um, don't get them. Um, I, I don't think Indy and the other new girl need the belts right now. Uh, so I'm going with toxic attraction. Glenn, what about you? Uh, you make a good case. Um, uh, I think that they're going to put it on Indy okay. and her partner just for the fact how over they are and a little reward for all the stuff that she's done over the last few months. She's had to work with, with Gargano. With the, so, yeah. With, yeah, with with the way and index and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's one for um, uh, Hartwell and friend. Brent, where are you on this one? Um. So I don't. I never understood the pairing of Zoe Stark and Io Shirai. And then Io yeah. Shirai's gimmick is this, that she just doesn't like people. That's her gimmick now, I guess. Um, I mean, it's going to be a ladder match. Hopefully, JC Jane doesn't try to do any dives. That wouldn't be good. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, oh, no falling off ladders. No. no. Yeah, the least likely scenario I see is Io and, and Stark keeping the belts because I just don't see the reason for them having them. Um, I'm picking... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take um, Toxic Attraction. They're going to win the, the belts here. The okay, there we match. go. There's the scare way to hell ladder match. Yes. Get it right. I Get bet. it right. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of Toxic Attraction, we have the, the leader of Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose, in a championship match against Raquel Gonzalez. Again, this is a spin the wheel, make the deal match. Um Brett, lead us off here. Are we going with Mandy or are we going with Raquel? Man, they're really running the spin the wheel, make the deal. I mean, I've watched old Boy, they're WCW beating it like a dead horse. When, yeah. they, when they did this, and I don't think they did this many fucking matches with spin uh -huh. the wheel, make the deal. So, at the end of the show, it's going to look really good for all the members of Toxic Attraction to be holding belts. And I don't feel like Raquel Gonzalez. I know the draft just happened, but I don't know if they're going to keep her down at NXT 2.0 for for much longer. She seems to be she seems to be someone that would probably do more 
do Weller on the main roster just because of, you know her size and what she can do in the ring. So I just I think Mandy Rose is going to win it. I think that they move Mandy Rose down to NXT because they're trying to get more of an edgy feel to it, and you could kind of see it from that video package that they showed of her um, during the match. That was very edgy, and I mean, Ooh. if you're trying to go edgy and that's yeah. what you're trying to push, she's the perfect person to do it. And she plays the role of you know cocky heel. Uh, B word that I'm not going to say, but that's what they're going for <laughs> with her. And so her being champion, all of them having belts makes sense. I think that Mandy Rose is going to beat Raquel Gonzalez with some shenanigans, of course. I okay. am absolutely in agreement with you. I think that uh, she absolutely does win and all of the toxic attractions um, will have gold at the end. Uh, Glenn, what about you? Yep. And I'm in full agreement on that. It's got to be Mandy Rose. Okay. That's yeah. the big. Yeah. It's talking yeah. about it's talking about rewarding people for doing things to help the company. She's taken that bump back down, and she's she's run with this gimmick so yeah. well. Uh, I think that's going to be a little reward is to give her the title to show that uh, she's still up there on the main roster level. But it's got to be Mandy, of course, oh, it is. doesn't it? Now. Woo. Goddamn. Goodness gracious, <laughs> I need a moment. Um, yes, I agree. I think we're all for Mandy there. Uh, then the main event, the match of the night, hopefully. The NXT Championship match, champion Tommaso Ciampa against young Mr. Braun Breaker. Glenn, lead us off here. Ciampa or Breaker, what's going to happen? Too early for Breaker. Mm. Tommaso to win. Okay, there we go. Brent, what about you? This one's hard because, like, <laughs> they really put they really put it behind uh, Breaker, but I just can't – I would be shocked if he if they actually just – this quick hot shot into the championship belt. Because um, then what does Champa do? Let me – yeah, that's a good point, too. Like, where does Champa go from here? If Especially because they just got the belt and they take him off him so quick to the youngster. Um God damn it. So what so how are we looking right now? Have we all picked the same ones except for one match? Uh you we've all gone for Camelo. We've all gone for the Samoan. Uh Jeremy went for always MSK. Always go for the Samoan. Always Absolutely. go with the yeah, Samoan. Yeah. We disagreed on the MSK one, right? We disagreed yeah. with the MSK. We've disagreed on the ladder match. We've all gone for Mandy. You know what? Fuck it. I'm taking Braun Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's my hail mary that i just threw up fuck okay. it i'm going breaker <laughs> all right um they are about to go they're about to give braun breaker a goldberg run breaker's mm. gonna win this match he might even win this match in 10 minutes um he's going to be dominant he's going to smash champa um uh, Breaker wins, and then Breaker grows, goes on a long winning streak. And they can throw anybody they want to throw at him. Because Breaker is really the, uh, he's a good tweener. The people love him, but he doesn't care. He just wants to fight somebody. He doesn't care if you're a babyface or a heel. Mm -hmm. You can throw uh, Tony D'Angelo at him. You can throw uh, Kyle O'Reilly at him. Uh, you can throw anybody you've got at him, and it uh, he'll make it work. I think that if Breaker wins this thing, and Breaker goes on a long winning streak. 
I'll tell you what, say that like, I like, have... like, like an, like an Oscar sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do. I have like, you know, we've thrown so much shade on the NXT crowd over the last few weeks. But this thing is when Brawl Breakers in the ring doing the dog face gremlin bark. I think that's funny. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Way to go, uh, Smarks. You got one thing right. Yeah. There you go. That's right. There yeah. You go. yeah. So, anyway, so Breaker wins. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, uh, we've been wrong before, but we'll see. We'll see if, if uh, Glenn retains the championship or if if Brent can somehow come in and swoop in and steal it and take it back to the farm. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, anyway, um, we got one more little piece of business here. Brent, I found online, I found um, your complete criminal record. Uh, no, not, I found online a, 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 a WWE <laughs> um, uh, list of greatest Halloween. Ha oh, we've lost Glenn. Glenn's, Glenn doesn't want Glenn, to hear my arrest record. He's Glenn, that's right. Yeah. Uh, it's just you and me now, Brent. You can say anything. Um, Glenn said, if we got a rest records coming up, I better go. Yeah, <laughs> Glenn's like, nope. <laughs> I'm going to dip. Um, anyway, hopefully he comes back because he's the one with the video. Hey, hey here he's go. back. Okay. Um, I'll try to add the video. And it <laughs> okay. And you, you uninstalled yourself. Um, <laughs> no, no, it just uh, it, it crashed. Uh -oh. It crashed. I don't know why it crashed. Difficulties. Anyway, Indeed. I found online a, a WWE is... list, a WWE production, if you will, um, of um, greatest Halloween Havoc moments. And oh, it is up boy. for debate if these are great or not. Not a long video. It's about an eight-minute video, Brent. If you want to watch along with this, we'll talk about some of these uh, Halloween Havoc moments. Uh, and we've lost, lost Glenn again. again. <laughs> He's lost are, again. Uh, yeah, lost again. We you know we, we pay a lot of money for our uh, our IT department here. It's really unfortunate that this happens sometimes. So I mean, we've had Streamyard's been having trouble this morning. We had problems just logging in here earlier, so it could be very well. Yeah. this might not work out because Streamyard's having some issues. We'll see. Glenn yeah, is back. Are. We can see Glenn. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try we'll and see if, if we can see Glenn, but get... he looks like a karate movie. Like his his lips aren't <laughs> matching his words. Or a karate player. Am I, am I right like now? a karate player. You're right. My bad. <laughs> You're good now, Glenn. Yeah, We're just okay. uh, waiting to see if Let's we can see get, if that we video can get this video up. up it's not a long video. If we if we can just get it up, it won't take yeah, us long to talk about it. <laughs> I'm also excited about this because, I mean, if you're talking about great Halloween Havoc moments, I can't wait. Well, you know, great is a word that philosophers have argued about the meaning of for a long time. So we'll see. Let's see how great yeah, some of these moments really are. Oh, oh it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to fucking work. Again. God yeah, damn it. We may have to uh, uh, call an audible and just call this one in the ring here. If this, this is. isn't going to work, we'll give it So now one. what's going to happen is Glenn's going to wrestle a teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to comment on it. That should be fun. We could sell it to paper. Yeah. Make more than granny porn. <laughs> hey, look out. Right, uh, Glenn, Glenn so, is back. We see Glenn again. Yeah, we'll try, we'll I don't know what to do here. Because Glenn, I think time. you're going to wrestle a teddy bear. Go get a pillow from your room. Let's see you put it in an alarm bar. <laughs> Come on. 
Do you have a wrestle buddy? Does anybody have a wrestle buddy, Glenn? <laughs> <Can> you, <laughs> if, he, if he did, Glenn goes in the background, goes out with a Jake Snake Roberts fucking wrestling buddy. God, Gets him in a headlock. Oh, oh, yeah. like, like I used to beat up my cousin Dominic. Then I gave, forget about it. Forget about it. So, Glenn, we'll, we'll try one more time on this video here. Try one more time. All right, hold on. I got it. Yeah. Hey, look, uh, Brent. Oh, there we go. He's got Hogan. He's got Warrior. <laughs> the power of the warrior right. says, let the video play. Fingers crossed. <laughs> this one in time it loads. I've got my fingers crossed. <laughs> Brent. Uh, oh, hello. Something's happening. We've seen the power of Hulkamania, I think. Train say your appearance. Yeah, 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 we're there. We're there. Hey. We're there. All right. I see some video. All right, here we go. So. Uh, well, the first on the list of WWE's great Halloween Havoc moments, DDP. Oh, and then we've lost it again. It's a great Halloween right, Havoc moment, though. So, so DD, DDP here has now have flattened all four of Johnny B. Bad's tires with Max Muscle, and now they're going <laughs> to battle it out in the Chambers of Horrors match. And now, wait a minute, hold on. Abdul the Butcher is being fucking electrocuted. <laughs> he right. is dead. He's dead. Oh, well. he's alive. Wherever this starts, Rob, we're going from I can't fiddle with it because if I, I tried to put it back to the beginning and it crashed again. So, okay, we're just going from right, wherever well, it just, starts. This is great radio, great radio. This br uh, brilliant radio. This is the first time it's ever happened. Come on, open. It's fine. If it craps out this shot. time, if it craps out this time, we're done. But we'll see what happens. Yep. We'll see if we can get it. One Cactus Jack has now just got squashed by Vader on a ramp. He's dead. He's a pancake. <laughs> it always worries Early me race. when you get all this buffering things coming up. <laughs> buffering. Oh, we're there. Right. We've got Goldberg. Talking about granny porn. Here we go. God oh, damn it. All right. We're done. We're done with that. No more video. Glenn has disappeared. Um, I'll just tell you, Brent, that a couple of moments that they included in this video, um, they did show clips of the. Uh, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio match from Amazing. Halloween Havoc 97. Yeah, so, you know, definitely, I think on most people's lists, maybe the greatest Halloween Havoc match of all time. Um, certainly one of the best Eddie and uh, Rey matches of all time. It's it's hard to argue that that, uh, that, that wasn't a great uh, situation. People yeah. forget, you know, that Rey, at that time, Rey wasn't winning all the time. You know, Ray lost a lot of matches, so him beating Eddie Guerrero on a pay-per-view was kind of a big deal. Well, and he had uh, lost a string of matches, right, to Guerrero, and that's yeah. why it was a mask, because he right. had to put his mask up for Guerrero to face him again. So, yeah, no, you're right. Correct. Yeah, so that was a that was a great one for sure. Um, another moment on this video clip that we're apparently not going to get to see. That's okay. Um, uh, we had the... Um, the Yeti! <laughs> Brent! Tell me about the Yeti. Explain no, the yeti. yeti to people. So the, the the prefacite of this, though, is the funniest part is that before this whole, the whole Yeti situation happened, we had a monster truck battle atop Boy, the we, arena. Yeah. And right. then it's between the giant, which who was, people don't know this, but he was Andre the Giant's son was the giant. That's right. So, Right, yeah, and then Look Hogan pushes the giant off a fucking roof. He yep. he pushed the motherfucker <laughs> off the fucking roof. Off he went off the roof. He flew off the roof, and so 
the match starts, right? Hogan's comes down. He just looks dejected. He just fucking killed a guy, right? He's right. not in prison, though. As, He's coming out of the ring. you would be upset, yeah. And then the Giants music hit, and he just walks to the fucking ring like he didn't get pushed off a fucking building, right? <laughs> and so the match is over, and then, I don't, a mummy-looking person who looked like he wrapped himself in semi-covered. So the match isn't the match is over the yet. The match is actually still going on, and you know, Jimmy oh. Hart was out there with Hulk Hogan. And Jimmy Hart Man. smashed the referee, knocked the referee down. Hogan can't uh, freak out. He's not, he doesn't know what's happened. The referee's not there to make the count. Um, eventually, Jimmy Hart smacks Hogan from behind. Hogan no sells it, which is what you should do if you get hit by Jimmy Hart. Because, I mean, you know, he's 120 pounds soaking wet right. and a manager. So it shouldn't hurt if he hits you. Um, then uh, we have coming to the ring. Uh, what can only be described as a giant man wrapped in bog roll. <laughs> That's feces. exactly what it is. Feces covered bog roll. That's right. That's right. That's, so, some, uh, that's uh, a mummy. That is a mummy. He's clearly a, called the Yeti, Glenn. A, a Yeti is a thing that is about seven foot tall, big, hairy, shaggy with a frozen ass. That's a so yeti. Far, yes. no. So far, you have <laughs> described Ron Reese perfectly. <laughs> that uh, is not a yeti. That is a mummy. It is a bad mummy. Bog roll, and uh, you know we see in the ring the giant is giving Hogan the absolute worst bear hug you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Uh, just, just miserable. You look like so you hug your grandma. No, right. It, yes. Yeah. You know, after the filming shoot is over. Um, then, uh, so Ron, uh, the Yeti comes in wrapped in bog roll. He, you know, uh, Giants got Hogan in a bear hook from the front. Yeti comes up from behind, and the things that the Yeti does to Hulk Hogan there in front of God and everybody. Um, you know, I'm sure it violated the law in most states. Uh, 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 Glenn, what, what happened when he seen that he... stuff on granny porn? Just yeah, saying. you probably, yeah. Uh, Glenn, what happened bog... when the Yeti uh, grabbed Hogan? The bog roll monster abused him. Hmm. Absolutely. It was, no, it was not even close. It was an absolute, absolute. The monster <laughs> went shanked him. Let's just say yep. they tag team Hulk Hogan. It had nothing to do with wrestling. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Blue Chew. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Um, yes, uh, it was a, a sight to see for sure. Uh, WWF included this in their list of great Halloween <laughs> habit goals. Yes, yeah. Also, also included on this list, um, on this video um, a montage, was the time that. Uh, Harley Race had the uh, Bug Zapper, and uh, uh, it was a match between uh, Cactus Jack and Vader. Good match. Anytime yeah. Jack and Vader yeah. get together, it's going to be a good match. Um, but Harley Race, he, he's got the the the, the uh, what do you call those gimmicks? It's not a Bug Zapper. What do you call them? That the a police taser? use to shock you? Taser. Yeah, he's got some kind of one of those things. <laughs> It wasn't the cow yeah. prod. It wasn't on a stick. It was in his hand. Uh, okay. He zapped it. He zapped yeah. it a few times. Everybody at home and in the arena could hear the the sizzle and the crack of the electric current. Uh, then he goes to to hit Cactus Jack in the leg with it, and the damn thing doesn't go off. Um, so you know, a complete uh, monkey fucking a football there. Nothing. Well, let good. me ask you one quick, 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 quick question. 
Glenn, how many times have you been tased? I haven't, thankfully. Okay. I've seen I've seen somebody be tased and it doesn't look pleasant. I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't have yeah, it done. That's why when when the police show up to talk to me, I just I don't want to be fucking tased to be. No, yeah. <laughs> don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me, bro. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that was another one of the moments that was included in that list of great Halloween havoc moments. Hopefully, this coming week on Tuesday, we do get some legitimately great moments. Uh the potential is there. A lot of talent uh, on the card. Could be a great, great show. Hopefully, it will be. Um, Brent, we thank you, my friend, for coming on with us today. Um, uh, tell the people where they can find you, what you got going on. I, I think uh, you're inviting us to your territory soon. Isn't that right? You will be coming to my territory very soon. Maybe sooner than you think. Uh, uh -oh. So the first thing <laughs> is make sure you tune in live this Saturday. Me and the mayor are going to watch uh, episode six. It's the mayor of superstars. If you haven't listened to that, we watch old episodes of superstars and we basically just make fun of everything we see. The mayor does this fantastic Sean Mooney impression. And I promise you nine 30 Eastern time. We're going to be live on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. We got a Twitch channel now. Um, and I promise you, me and the mayor will be dressed like fucking idiots. So <laughs> make sure you tune into that. Uh, next month, you guys are coming to our territory to do a live uh, Survivor Series preview show. We're going to kind of incorporate our second annual Survivor Series event in that, too. We're going to watch nice. some. We're going to make the predictions, and we're also going to watch a couple of matches from the 1989 Survivor Series. I'm sorry, the 88 Survivor mm -hmm. Series, which should be a lot of fun. And so, yeah, AWI pods where we're at Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and that's all I got, pal. Very good. Well, we, uh, we're looking forward to, to being there with you. Um, I, I very much enjoy the uh, mayor of superstars uh, program that you and the mayor put together. Um, I often find myself um, I, I, a lot of times I listen in, a, in, a, in an environment in which uh, it is not conducive to be loud and, uh, Sometimes I do have to um, um, put it in. Sometimes I'm not successful. A um, couple of funny some bitches when you guys get together. It's always, always a good yes. listen. And I've learned a lot of things from that show. I've learned that, you know, the Ultimate Warrior and Tatanka invented cell phones. They could talk to their hands just through each other. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So uh, good, good work on that show for sure. I appreciate yeah. that, pal. There's a work in progress. Uh, but a few times back in the day, nearly got me thrown off of buses where I've been, <laughs> where, where I've been listening to it. And that's all I've ever wanted to do, Glad. That's all I've that's ever right. wanted to do. So. All right. You get, well, you again, get some funny, don't get some funny looks if you're giggling away to yourself. Yes. <laughs> on, on a bus. Yes. Uh, they think you're a, a loony. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, anyway, but yeah, again, uh, good work on those shows, Brent. We we uh, we and we appreciate the invitation to be on with you. We will be on with you um, once we get all the uh, the details worked out and the contract signed and the money in the bank and all that stuff. So right. uh, again, thanks for coming on with us today. Uh, as always, everybody, thanks for listening. Give us a subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Subscribe to a work in progress. Uh, as always, listen to the DC and Doc over at DDT um wrestling they do good stuff too send those guys an email then you can maybe get yourself included in the bestie chat which is the best chat room in all of the twitter 
universe. And our newest member of the Bestie Chat, Brent, would absolutely agree. I do, 100%. Very good. All right. Well, uh, again, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, catch us next week. We will be back. And, uh, Glenn, all that's left is for you to say goodbye. Not quite. You didn't ask me if I had anything to say. Oh, I, I figured you were, you know, you've had 10 beers since we've started recording. I've, so I was kind of that. afraid. I've had a stressful morning. The, the technology <laughs> decides it's not going to work on me. I'm sorry. I'm Stream sorry. Been playing I up all morning. Step on your finish there. Go ahead. What you got? Right, next week, it's actually Halloween. So next week's match, we are actually covering a match, um, and I will get a different tech video downloader because obviously that one doesn't work. Uh, that uh, comes from Halloween Havoc 1993, and it doesn't involve any bog roll monsters or oh. tasering or anything. Well, why not? Just, God damn it. <laughs> just one UK Hall of Famer and one that should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. Interesting. We'll see where that takes us next week. I'm in WCW. I've got a guess, but I'm not positive. We'll save that. But does uh, it involve gentleman Chris Adams? No, it doesn't. No. I just had to throw that out. Unfortunate. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, there we go. So look for that next week on our, our Halloween episode. It will be a scary, scary endeavor for sure. So Anyway, unless anybody has anything else, I did see your your lovely puppy there, Brent. Always good to see dogs on the show. Um, very appreciated. Uh, my two are Especially when they're quiet. Uh, pee themselves. Yeah, yes, yes. My dogs have not inserted themselves. But unless anything, uh, unless anybody has anything else, Glenn, now it is time for you to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>